on the road with Baylor basketball. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor athletics. Now, on the road with the Bears, from Stillwater, Oklahoma, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. From sunny Stillwater, Oklahoma, beautiful here today, 72 degrees and sunshine. Baylor and Oklahoma State inside Gallagher-Iba Arena comes up tonight. Let's check on the Cowboys side of things. Welcome in our good friend John Holcomb, color analyst for Oklahoma State football and basketball and sports director at KOTV in Tulsa. And, John, so tell me, what's your schedule on a uh, game day with an 8 p.m. start? Are you here already? I am. Um, first off, it's sleep in as late as possible. So I checked that box pretty <laughs> right. easily today. That's good. And actually, you know, being, being the longtime TV guy, successful sports director that you were, um, <laughs> you understand how Sunday night shows can be. And we do a Sunday night show on CBS affiliates in Oklahoma City and Tulsa simulcast it. And it's normally half an hour on Sunday nights. And so with all of the weather contingencies in place last night, because it got pretty hairy across the state, they had told me you need to go to Oklahoma City because the likelihood of Tulsa being in wall-to-wall weather coverage is greater than Oklahoma City. Well, they were off. I mean, weather forecasting is not (laughs) exact science, as you know. So I get down to Oklahoma City, sit in front of a computer for about an hour, hour and a half, type up, oh, a handful of scripts, and I look at Dean Blevins, and Dean says, this is probably one of the dumbest things we've done in the last 21 years that we've been doing this show because it's obvious we're not going to go on. We did not go on, and so I was able to get to the hotel room early and sleep late. So, so far, so good. Yeah. Well, that's funny. And and it's no easy trip. Let's let people know. From Tulsa to Oklahoma City, what is that, two hours? 215? Uh, It's yeah, it's about an hour forty, actually. Oh, okay, okay. But, but that's in part because they've they've raised the speed limit to eighty for a, a decent <laughs> chunk of that. It used to be closer to two. So you drove all the way to Oklahoma City and then didn't have the show. No, no, we no. didn't have the show. Oh, yeah. Lovely, so, lovely. You know, all of that great stuff, which you know, sometimes we joke that the only you know. We only have severe weather so the chief meteorologist can be on TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other way around. That's great. Well, I'm glad you got to sleep in. That's good. Could be a late night tonight, but uh, but a fun game and big Monday. And tell me, what's, uh, what's Mike Boynton's approach to the quick turnaround from a Saturday to a Monday? Well, you know, when you get to this time of the season, uh, guys have been grinding away at it since you start the season in, in the first of November, and and you really get after them, and you want to make sure they're they've got that competitive edge. But then it becomes that that oh gosh, that razor thin between how much do you work them physically between games versus keeping them sharp. And every right. team is a little bit different, you know. And so I think that with this one. As much as anything else, yes, you want to make sure they've they've got legs for tonight, but also that uh, you know you want you want to try to lighten the load mentally because this is you know last week of the regular season, and everybody knows what's on the line for this team that they need a win to at least one win to try to solidify NCAA tournament at large hopes, and the last thing you want them doing is is not just being heavy legged but also kind of bogged down in the mind. 
Yeah, and, and you're right. I mean, it's been a long stretch to get to this point, and, you know, sometimes being off your feet is better than being on the practice floor. So I think that's the way Coach Drew approaches it. Also, it's uh, – I don't know about you guys, but for Baylor, it's really good motivation. If you win on a big Monday, you get uh, most likely a couple of days off, like Tuesday and Wednesday. So that's that's really good motivation. No doubt about it. And, and considering what the Cowboys have been through now in this four-game losing streak, you catch a break, as weird as it seems, because, yeah, this like last weekend, you play Saturday at TCU in the afternoon, and then you play Big Monday at West Virginia. But at least you have that extra time and know you're going to be home. And now you're kind yeah. of facing the same thing here. So it, you, you prize the extra time off in between two games, even if you have to cram a couple right around each other. I, I think that that's if you're going to – ask for this if you're going to get the schedule that you would ask for this would probably be it hmm. how about uh the absence of avery anderson how much is that a part of uh, where the team is right now i think it's had a major role in some of the struggles i think especially defensively because avery was no doubt your best perimeter defender maybe the best defender on the team i think you could throw tyreek smith who comes off the bench at, at the four or the five as a very versatile versatile defender as well but certainly Avery from a defensive side he would get the other team's best scorer to start games and then also you've missed his explosiveness being able to get to the rim to create problems for defenses in a half court on the other end Um, they were able to withstand it because honestly he'd been playing with that injured wrist I mean he hurt it early against Texas here, which was back second week of the season, I think, the conference season. And so you you had been kind of playing with him, not 100%. He had come out of the Kansas State game in Manhattan. You still almost won that one before we came down to Waco. And then you really noticed it um, You really noticed it on the road trip last weekend. I mean, TC was going to be tough just getting Mike Miles back and trying to snap a losing streak themselves. But then Monday night against West Virginia, someone who could get by that physical perimeter presence, you know, they, they just like to beat you up and, as you well know, force the officials to blow the whistle a lot. Right, and right. there just wasn't any pressure released there. And, you know, you could have used him on Saturday, too. You, you won a bunch of games without him and played really well. But I think playing teams who have had more explosive multiple options in the backcourt, as like a Baylor, that, that's where it was going to be the real test. When you started playing a couple of those teams, then it really started to show up. And am I right? Is he out for the year, or is there a chance he comes back at some point? They keep saying indefinitely. I mean, he's had okay. the wrist surgery. He had it a couple of weeks ago, and he's still kind of in a cast. Um, the, the thought is it would be probably wouldn't be for next week in the conference tournament. It might be an NCAA thing, but then it all okay. depends, you know, whenever they – you know, give him, we say, okay, well, you can try this if you want. When is that going to happen? There's just no way to know yet. Right. John Holcomb with us, color analyst, Oklahoma State. Uh, where do you guys feel like you are? What do you think you need to do uh, down the stretch and next week in Kansas City to get in the NCAA tournament? Well, I'd say this, that if the Cowboys were able to get this one tonight, which is a, a very big ask, I think then uh, as long as you perform well in Lubbock on Saturday, 
then uh, at eight and ten with what would that be six quad one wins seven maybe mm-hmm. six or seven quad one wins and against some ranked opponents in a sweep of Iowa State um, and uh, you know that would be a, a split with Baylor if that were to happen I think eight and ten you feel pretty good as long as you don't just lay an egg whenever you play your first game in Kansas City I think if you're able to sweep then I think you're in at nine and nine but you know Dave Hunziker our good friend and our play-by-play guy has put together this bubble spreadsheet, as he said, because he had way too much time on his hands when we were in right. Fort Worth and Morgantown last weekend. You're right. The bubble seems to be pretty weak. So uh, you don't want to be going to Selection Sunday, crossing your fingers and holding your breath. Yeah. And I think depending on which one, if you get if you split games this week, if you get tonight but you lose at Tech, how did you play at Tech? If you lose tonight and you win at Tech and you look good, Eight and ten, I think, looks better with a win tonight than a loss tonight and a win on Saturday. Yeah, man, it's. Uh, are, are you in agreement that this has just been the most unbelievable year in this league? Like every game, every night is a potential quad one win, and every game is unpredictable. Well, it's brutal. It's just brutal. And so, you know, the, one of the other things you look for at this time of the year, um, and and it. It manifests itself in two ways, predictably, at least in two ways. But one is your three-point shooting, and it's not necessarily – I mean, you, you, you got to make shots. Gosh, you got to make threes every time you play a game in this league. Yeah. But you, you can't just rely on those threes necessarily. I mean, well, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm taking L.J. Cryer and Adam Flagler out of the equation when I say that, okay? <laughs> um, but um, it, it manifests itself in, in what do your shots look like from three? Is the elevation still there if you're a jump shooter? Um, are they more line drives? Because that's a sign that maybe the gas tank's getting a little low. And then the other way is your perimeter defense and how many times you're getting beat off the dribble. Those two things, I think, show as much as any where a team is, maybe physically, at this time of the year. And, you know, to be, to be fair to OSU, there have been stretches, like against Saturday against Kansas State, where – you scored 11 straight points late in the first half, built a six-point lead, and you were attacking inside, and you were making them a jump-shooting team. Hmm. And then you had that four- or five-minute stretch in the second half after going up by eight where you gave up a lot of layups and you were missing threes. And I, that, you know, every team has to battle fatigue at this time of the year, and that's where you hope a good home crowd tonight can give you a little extra juice. Yeah. All right, man. It's great to visit with you. I know you got to go get with Coach Boynton. Thanks for the visit, and we'll see you in just a little bit. Well, sure thing. Just make sure Pat's not too far behind you tonight, okay? Uh, no. I mean, we're. What do you mean? We're side by side. We got plenty of room there on press row, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm Pl- working on making sure what I could do to make sure there's no IT issues. <laughs> oh, IT issues. Thank you. Thanks for that. We appreciate it. I'll see you in a little bit. Thank you. All right, John. All right, John Holcomb, color analyst for Oklahoma State. Appreciate uh, he and Dave Hunziker, the hospitality here in Stillwater. And great to visit with John. It's Baylor and Oklahoma State comes up tonight. Bears won the first meeting of the year by 16 in Waco, led by as much as 
think, 24 in the second half and won it by 16. But tough in this building tonight inside Gallagher-Iba Arena this evening. We're on the air at 7.30, tip-off at 8 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight will be on ESPN Television.